Can I rant for a sec? Please. Pay apps are way too public. What happened? Some rando hearted a payment from five months ago, and I realized people can see my entire history, who I'm paying, like full names. It's super weird. Yeah, it's weird. How are you paying your friends then? Apple Cash. It's all in messages. You can literally send cash like a text, and it stays between friends. Random people can't see it. Did you just pay me a dollar on Apple Cash? <laughs> Services are provided by Green Dot Bank. Member FDIC. Terms apply. Can we just talk about summer for a second? The sun shining, the beach calling, and oh, the style. Macy's is your ultimate summer style destination, whether you're jet setting or just chilling in your backyard. I'm all about easy breezy outfits and Macy's has it all from flowy summer dresses to those must have espadrilles and Levi's skirts. Macy's has them. Oh, and those Dolce Vita sandals. Let me tell you, they're a game changer for all day comfort and style. Don't even get me started on matching sets. We all know I live in matching sets all year long. So I've got my eye on some super chic sets at Macy's. So whether you're prepping for a vacation or a staycation, head over to Macy's.com slash own your style and let Macy's hook you up with everything you need for the perfect summer vibe. That's Macy's.com slash own your style. Don't miss out. Own your summer style with Macy's. Let's make this summer one to remember. Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 script. Seeds infused tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 21- Seeds infused tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds Diageo, New York, New York. Becca, do you want to clean that matches your vibe? Sure. Are you tired of meh smelling cleaning products? Totally. Well, then clean confidently with coconut scented Clorox Sentiva. Its powerful, clean, and refreshing scents transform every room in your home into a coastal getaway. Because it smells like coconut, cleans like Clorox, and feels like inspiration. Get Clorox Sentiva at a nearby retail store. Also available in grapefruit or lavender scents. Scrubbing in with Becca Tilly and Tanya Rad, an iHeartRadio and People's Choice Award winning podcast. <laughs> Woo! Whoa. Hot mic. Feels really good to be back. Sure does. It feels like it's been forever. I walked in and I was like, my old home, my old stomping ground. <laughs> wow, how long has it been? Like two weeks. Yeah. Yeah, it's been, a, I feel like it's been a long time, right? Yeah, because, no, just kidding. Just two weeks. A fortnight. <laughs> I don't know. Two weeks. Oh, I don't yeah. know what that means. And Fortnite's a very popular video game right now. So uh, it's, it's, it's also a, a unit topical, of time. Topical reference. Is your hair darker? Maybe. Yeah. Done some things, yeah. You've done some things. Do you like it? Eyebrows look a little different, too. Oh, yeah? Yeah. They're probably just not completely done, so. Sissy microbladed hers, so I'm kind of on the lookout for people's eyebrows oh, right nice. now. Oh, nice. I want to do microblading. I don't know that you need to. They look really well, full I, right they're, now. They're filled in with a ah, pencil, Ah, that's though. what it is. But I'd rather not have to do that. And when they're microbladed, I could just wake up and go. I know, but then, like, you wake up with no makeup on, and then you're like, oh, my eyebrows. You know what I mean? No, I'd be, like, thrilled. Like, Whoa, my eyebrows. Really? They're done. Did Sissy just get hers done? Yeah. yeah. Okay. Very, very recently. Yeah, they're it, they're really intense at first. So if that's what you're thinking. No, I just mean like in general. Oh, no, I'd love to have my eyebrows look like they were done all the time. Oh, okay. Yeah. Um, well, I've been moving. I So 
I the other day I'm getting an interior decorator for my house. Oh. It's taking a while as far as like picking out and ordering and it coming in. But I noticed my patio could use a little upgrade. And so I tiled my outdoor patio, like with these IKEA outdoor tiles. And I have never felt more pain in my life than my back right now. I I think I, I don't know if I pulled it. I don't know if I have a pinched nerve. I don't know what You happened. DIY'd the tiling of your back patio? Yeah, let me pull it. It looks thing. great. Yeah, Thank it you. looks, I want to do it too. Thank you. I actually want to do it. Um, So this is the before. Okay, yes. And that's the after. Oh, wow. I know. That looks fantastic. Thank right? you. But yeah, I really, truly injured myself in the process. Here's the thing. I postmated the tiles from Ikea to myself. Mm-hmm. Because it was a Sunday and I didn't feel like it cost me a lot of money, but I didn't have to go wait in the lines and fight the crowd. So to make myself feel better about post-mating Ikea tiles, I was like, I'm just going to do it myself. I'm not because normally I would hire like a task rabbit or something yeah. to come do it. I was like, I can do this on my own. So I did it. And then as soon as I finished, and I stood up. I was like, something is not right. So I like noticed I was like, you know, I haven't been working out or anything. So I'm like, maybe it's just tight from like bending over, standing up. So that night I get a massage. Think that inflamed it a little bit. Mm. So I go to get off of the massage table and I'm not kidding. I was like bent over and I didn't think I was going to be able to stand up straight. I like had to slowly just like move my body. I cry- it was the first time in a long time I've cried from pain. Wow. Yeah. I was like sobbing. Like I thought I was going to have like a panic attack or something. I did take a painkiller, like a hardcore yeah. painkiller, and it helped. But even still, I was still like had to, you know, lay with a sleep with like a pillow under my knees. It's been really, really dramatic. How much pain are you in right now on a scale of one to ten? I'm in like a seven. Wow. But like if I'm just being still, it's okay. It's when I go to stand up after sitting down or if I'm like, like not moving a lot and then I do. But I was telling Tanya, I was like... I think if I worked, you know, I think if I was a little more in shape and had like a stronger core, I I think just working out helps you realize like what you do wrong in life. Like you use your back for so many things that you really should like use use your your knees and legs and and core and like whatever. (laughs) Horrible advice. You use your butt and your legs. Oh, yeah, your butt and your legs. Yeah, not your knees. knees. Were you on all fours or were you kind of bending over? So the way that they, it's like, they're little tiles, but there's four four little ones in each mm-hmm. like set, mm-hmm. and you just click them in like Legos or whatever. I'm and, gonna do it too. I'm like obsessed. So I like need to do it. I real I'd have to bend down to put them in its place, but then I just step on it to like click it in. But yeah, I was like bending over, and then I had to leave. I so Phoebe has a little grass box, and I just leave the balcony, the patio door open, and she goes so I'm not having to like walk her every however often. It's like real grass. Mm-hmm. And so I had to move that box, and it was way heavier than I thought. So I think that actually is what really caused the damage. But, man, like 30 really has taken a toll on my body, you know? (laughs) You notice these things that people have always talked about. Old age. But in the while I've been resting, I've had a lot of uh, things to catch up on on the tube. The TV for all you youngins. Should we start with Grey's Anatomy? Because it's back. I really would love to start with Grey's Anatomy. And after last week, you missed it, but we talked to Dr. Sambello last week. I know. He's here. What was her, what's her actual name? Dr. I have Sam- no idea. 
No, Janine. Janine. I Janine. Don't know, no, what's her doctor name? Dr. Sam Bellow. Oh, I didn't even know that. I knew. I know it because I used to work with a guy named Sam Bellow, oh. so it's just kind of stuff. But anyway, she just mentioned how everyone on the set of Grey's Anatomy is aware of this podcast. Yeah, which so. I thought was like a giant news. I can't watch it without thinking that right now. Yeah, she <laughs> said they that. all know us. She yeah. said she's like, everybody on the, like, the cast knows of this podcast. And I was like, well, let me tell you something, Janine. Beck and I went to Paley Fest a couple years oh, yeah, back, listen, and uh, I heard that we, part. Yeah, yeah, I was like, we uh, we were in our scrubs, so pretty hard to forget. Well, we yeah. And then I was like, can you get us like on the show as like extras yeah, or something? Corp. I think you said a corpse or dead body. Yeah, in the I was like, we'll do whatever. We don't have to act. Just like put us in the background. Really, just put us out there. Like, come that. on, ABC. <laughs> like, how fun would that be to be to be cadavers for the day and listen to them do the scene around you while you're just yeah, quiet. not even cadavers. Like, we could just be like people that are just like in the like. ER. That's like, true. There's whatever. always bodies. Like, yeah, patients. Just like, yeah. Totally yeah. Just like, or like around. What if we were like nurses walking around like oh, in the background? That'd be big. That'd be huge. That yeah. would be a day. Because then you can come up with a doctor's name for yourself. Uh-huh. To keep it consistent. Yeah. Your whole backstory. Yeah. Well, let's talk about Grace because we have to call you know who shortly. What time do we have to call him? In about 10 minutes. Okay. So Grace it is. Um, okay. I loved this episode back. Really? I also loved it. Tanya's a hater. Wait, why? I'm normally like, a hater. Since when does Meredith speak Italian? And like... <laughs> What's you know, that? She knew... And when then did I she felt ever like have a reason to speak spoiler it? Spoiler alert. I felt like at the end it was like, Derrith, Derrith. <laughs> Derek and the vet again fighting after going after... Like, and it just seemed like so like, been there, done that. You know? Well, yeah, it's been however many seasons they're having to go back to the beginning and find some new, you know, fresh, old storyline, fresh faces. Yeah. I'm and so DeLuca, like, though. Like, this this Link guy doesn't stand a chance no, for me. No, it's all DeLuca. It's right all now. DeLuca. Mm-hmm. Yeah. But I was so, I know I knew that they weren't going to give us a kiss, kiss in the elevator, but, oh, it was so close. It was so good. She it, touched like, his I'm neck. Like, when she touched I his know. neck, I was, that was pretty Yeah, exciting. I was proud of Yeah, <laughs> yeah. yeah. <laughs> But okay, this I will the, say this is the this most is... action I'm getting these days. I'm like, come on, Mayor. <laughs> living through Mayor. Totally living through anything. Um I will say I it was a little kind I was like laughing. It was a little corny when they were trying to get the elevator open. And then the guy, the technician the legs. That I've every time I've gotten on and off an elevator since that episode, I am so nervous. <laughs> Yeah, I don't know. Like, but, I was like, I feel like the last episode was so strong, and then, like, the comeback was like... No, I felt it was pretty strong. The Teddy-Amelia thing, I really don't want him to get with Teddy. I do want him to get with Teddy. I don't want him with Amelia. I don't like Amelia. I've never liked Amelia. Oh, see, I just feel like I want... Amelia <laughs> just, like, doesn't have a... She never has the chance. Like, she's always the one screwed. I guess that's true, but I feel like he and Teddy are meant to be after all they've been through together. Why have, has it not happened then? If well, meant to that's be? a good question, but the timing hasn't been right. I know. I'm with uh, if, if if Owen and Teddy raise their child in Germany or wherever she was, then we can say goodbye to Owen and Amelia can find oh, a I am, nice. Okay, love I'm interest. on board for that. Yeah, <laughs> that's. But I don't want them Although, to be together. That's mean to Amelia. As anti Owen as we've been on this show, I do like the current Owen Teddy Amelia triangle. Yeah, I could do without. I can it. I could do without it, but it's not it's not as horrible. It doesn't it intrigues me. The troubled teen has run her course. 
Done with her. It Done is time with her. to move on. She needs to go to college. Go to or rehab. Whatever she, yeah. She's going to rehab yeah, and her. she can stay at rehab. Yeah. And maybe she become a counselor, but she doesn't need to come back. Yeah, we don't. We, we don't. And like her. Maggie and Jackson are still getting closer. I'm just like, I can't right now. So, I can't. Did, I kind of forgot what happened in the winter finale. Did she told him that his mom is sick, mm-hmm. but Weber still doesn't know. Right. They're trying to get a hold of her now. But did they tell him? No, I thought Meredith I told they... him in the car. Didn't she say, like, I have to tell you something? Or no, did she? I did I have a dream that? I know. I'm, like, having a hard time remembering <laughs> what happened with that. Well, I thought it was a great. I'm super excited for the next episode. I just don't know if they're going to try to make Link more as likable as they've made DeLuca. They got like, some work to gonna... do there. Because the new hair is not really working for me. No. no. And I thought it would. I because too. I didn't like the long either. By the way. <laughs> need him to shave it and see what happens. By the way. <laughs> I feel like we could try to get Link on the podcast because he was just he just did something with E and uh, now uh, since we had Justin Sylvester he he did something with with him oh. and he was like he told him about this podcast he was like yeah they have a full on Grey's Anatomy podcast you should go I was like give him our number oh, yeah. we'll get him on here that would be interesting especially right? how however the Meredith storyline like continues anyone yeah. who's ever been or is currently on Grey's is invited. Oh, ours wide open. Owen and Amelia probably not because we've not been very kind to their characters. Okay, I feel Amelia is welcome. I love Amelia personally, like as an actress. I like her as a human. Human, yeah. Character, not so much. Owen wasn't friendly to us. You know, that's true. All right, here's the synopsis for this week's Grace. Before we move on, Meredith questions Link's laid-back approach over a patient's treatment. Maggie worries that Richard, Jackson, and Catherine haven't come to terms with Catherine's diagnosis. Wow. Meanwhile, DeLuca steps up in the OR when Owen faces a setback. That's a very underwhelming. Not great. Riveting. We Riveting. need somebody to write those a little better, I'm thinking. Yeah. Easton. We need Easton. Yeah, I mean, <laughs> I'm on it. Easton. <laughs> Punch it up. After you do your scrubbing in synopsis, they need you over there in the gray set. Um, wait, are we going to call? Yeah, but I feel like we should set it up before we call Sammy. We should, but first we should talk about some of our wonderful sponsors who are so wonderful. Okay. (laughs) All right, have you heard about the revolution in online furniture shopping and Joybird, who is the company behind it all? Ah. You familiar with them? I'm familiar with them. Well, they believe that you should never settle when it comes to your home furnishings and that you should always have the freedom to be boldly original. So from idea to reality, they empower you to create the space and the furniture that brings you joy. So with Joybird, you get one-of-a-kind furniture made to your unique taste. From mid-century modern to contemporary classics, customizable in an amazing array of fabric choices and every color imaginable. And they offer free personal design consultants to help nail down your perfect design. Yeah, so you get a 365-day home trial so you can skip the furniture store and bring the showroom home. So you sit on it, sleep on it, and break it in. If you don't love your Joybird, return for a full refund. It's hassle-free in-home delivery. They even remove all the packing materials. That's huge. Um, So have you seen the Merit Snow Couch in Mocha with a dark stain on the legs? It's super clean. It's timeless. I'm obsessed. So you can see how Joybird is revolutionizing online furniture shopping. Create the furniture that brings you joy today at joybird.com slash Becca. So go to joybird.com slash Becca and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code Becca. Becca. Oh, that's so nice to have that back again. (laughs) 
Ooh, yeah, baby. So let me, let's, from the couch to the bra. Ooh. Third Love has the perfect fit using millions of real women's measurements. Third Love designs its bras with breast size and shape in mind for an impeccable fit and incredible feel. And they have more sizes than most other brands. Third Love is the industry leader with 70 sizes, including its signature half cup sizes. I have the strapless nude bra, and I normally hate wearing strapless bras, and I love this bra. Oh, well, the cool thing is that all you have to do is take their Fit Finder quiz. So you answer a few simple questions and they help you find your perfect fit. They have our sorry, they have my personal favorite, which is the new cotton collection. And I'm currently wearing and they are actually seriously the most comfortable underwear I've ever worn. And you can get their cotton T-shirt bras and cotton underwear. Um, It took two years to develop and perfect the cotton collection, which is made with a premium cotton called Pima. Yeah, so the result is a line of incredibly soft, smooth, and breathable bras and underwear you'll want to wear every day. Third Love knows there's a perfect bra for everyone, so right now they're offering our listeners 15% off your first order. So go to thirdlove.com slash Becca now to find your perfect fitting bra and get 15% off your first order. That's thirdlove.com slash Becca for 15% off today. One more time, thirdlove.com slash Becca. All right, the fire festival documentaries we got to talk about. We got to talk about them. So I watched both. Becca, you also watched both. Yes. Um, I am so fascinated by them. I want 500 more. Yeah, me too. I want Ja Rule to make one. <laughs> I want, I'm like so obsessed. So for those of you that don't know what the fire festival was, um, this was a festival that was supposed to be going on in the Bahamas. They had like lots of videos and like social media basically selling this festival that was you go to the Bahamas in bikinis and watch awesome music. Like Coachella on an island in the Bahamas. Exactly. And I remember watching the news and seeing these stories coming out about how it was such a disaster and there was like cheese bread when they off, like said there was going to be like luxurious food. So it's like I saw this all happening in the news, but I didn't really quite understand anything. And then when you watch the documentaries, you're like, oh my gosh, it's all boils down to this like one man essentially who was conning everybody into this like crazy like he basically was planning this weekend without like having the funds to execute it and just like lying to everybody about everything yeah right yeah I mean essentially I I, I was invited to go and I was going to oh, but wow. I think yeah I think I had been go- like traveling a lot or something and I was kind of like that just is another thing I don't think I can do it but after everyone was getting so excited about it I kind of was like oh my gosh why didn't I you know that, right. that looks like it's because if you think about it it sounds like wow, what a dream weekend, especially having gone to the Bahamas. It's like so beautiful, the water, and you just think about being in swimsuit and music. And then the more I started to, like, especially after the documentaries, it's like, no, try, like, when I just went to the Bahamas before Christmas, it's like, there was one restaurant, it was a yacht club, and otherwise, there was no grocery store. Everyone brought groceries from, like, one of the bigger islands. And it's like, I don't know how they thought they were going to pull this off and have enough for everybody to yeah, survive. Yeah, well, they, they basically said it was like a, they, they had their own private island, which apparently they had. And the documentary goes into, like, why they got kicked off of this thing. But they were still pitching it as, like, a private island party. But it was, like, on, like, the side of the Bahamas, yeah. which was, like, attached to, like, near sandals or something like that. It was, that. like, so, a lagoon. On, like, a lagoon or something. Yeah. So it's, like, <laughs> it goes into all these, like, gnarly things. And it also t- touches on, like, the power of social media and social influence and kind of, like, the millennial state of mind, which I found very fascinating and interesting. But um, I'm watching this, and 
uh, my friend Sammy, his name's Samuel Crossed, and he, uh, we're getting him on the phone because I'm watching the documentary and I see him and I was like, oh my gosh, I know him. And I had no idea that he was so involved with the fire festival. So I asked him if he would call in because, I mean, Beck and I can't stop talking about it and everybody <laughs> was talking about it over the weekend because he's amazing. Like he genuinely is one of my favorite people. Um, and so is he on the phone? Yeah. Sammy. What's up, Tanya? <laughs> Welcome. Hi, Sammy. I'm Thank Becca. You. Hey, what's up, guys? How are you? Thanks for being on here. We're like, I think both of us and even the, our Facebook group for our podcast, they're like, we need more information on the fire. We want more. We want more. Yeah. So basically, like, what I wanted you to do, if you don't mind, Sammy, is kind of tell us, like, your side of the story, like, kind of how you got involved, why Billy like called you to have you be a part of it yeah for sure i mean i was i was in college i was in my last year at nyu just wrapping up and come from like a family they're all doctors and education 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 always at the you know the topic of conversation but um i guess becoming a doctor wasn't really my thing i ended up studying business management um, and worked in fashion all four years uh, throughout college. Um, after college, I mean, I guess throughout college, you know, living in New York, built a really incredible network, um, just a really incredible close group of friends, um, and was actually working on a tech and entertainment app with a really close friend of mine, um, was literally in NYU library studying for my GMAT. I had just taken my GMAT. I was taking it again, was in the middle of applying to business schools. And I promise you, a random number popped up on my phone. I stepped out of the library, answered the phone, and it was like, hey, what's up? It's Ja Rule. And I was like, oh, okay. <laughs> um, and I put two and two together how he, like, knew about me. You know, one of his managers was close with my friends, uh, like, and assistant manager, whatever, small world, like, connection. Um, and I guess she was actually the one to be like, hey, like, here's this really, you know, he's in college, there's a really good network. You know, I know what you're working on. He's actually working on a tech and entertainment platform as well. Um, and within a week, I had met up with Ja and Billy. They pitched me on this idea of Fire Media, um, you know, tech and entertainment platform as well. Coincidentally, you know, that they hope to help, you know, revolutionize the world of bookings, which, you know, in itself is a really nasty business, um, you know, difficult to get in touch with the right people. And, you know, they had already this um, uh, CTO on board, um, an incredible, incredible guy. Actually, the first one to leave the company when he started to like feel like something sketchy was going on. Right. Um, so, like, kudos to that guy. Looking at it in hindsight, but um, you know, I worked on. I was, you know, eventually within weeks, kind of signed a deal. Um, was one of the first, you know, technically employees of the company. So, you know, had an equity stake and just really just got working. And within you know, four months, um, you know, Billy had raised money from some of the most notable investors, like real VC mon money, guys that were responsible for creating Match.com, SparkNotes. Wow. You know, there was, there was a really great laundry list of investors. So I was like, okay, wow, you know, we're really onto something here. Um, you know, I was responsible for really all talent management. So, I mean, we were working on a 
a beta piece of technology, you know, that was connecting buyers, um, you know, with talent, um, talent managers specifically. So I was really doing a lot of it manually because at the end of the day, you know, this was, a, you know, an archaic business that has worked on archaic models. So it was really kind of my job to try to teach people, you know, this new way of, you know, using technology to help, you know, expedite the booking process. Um, and I think it was around like four, five, six months into it. You know, I had done like 67 deals. Um, it was about like 800,000 in revenue, but the model was, you know, you take 10% of the booking. So like, really, we only brought in 80K over the six months. But again, we were working on a beta piece of technology. Um, meanwhile, you know, the team had grown from three to about 20. We had like 10 developers um, working in Portland, Oregon. Um, we had brought on a few engineers. Deals? What? You made 67 deals. That's insane. Yeah, I mean, like, it, it was it was good, you know, and they, yeah. it, it was good. It was good. It was working. You know, it was working. But while all this is happening, you know, we were developing, like, what was really supposed to, you know, come out, like, what we were going to be able to show to the world. You know, like, this right. was going to include payment processing in the platform. You know, contract negotiations were going to happen directly on the platform. Messaging between, you know, buyers and managers was directly on the platform. There was a lot of, you know features that were in the works and i guess billy you know six months into it was like hey how about we like we go and do this you know festival to help promote the platform so that was always the pitch let's do this to promote the platform you know mm -hmm. it was always coming back to the platform which in hindsight you know it's probably bullshit because the biggest point you know is like the Billy I met when Fire Media started to the Billy that was like coming around six months into it, they were two different people. Um, I myself had put some money into Fire Media, so I was kind of like, no one, no one stepped in my lane. Like I had my job, no one else in the company was doing it. So like I was never, you know, taking orders from Billy. You know, it was kind of like his indisposable factor within the company. I was also technically an investor, so I don't know whatever it was, but. You know, like, Billy and I always were on a good page until this idea of the festival came up. We really butt heads over it. I said, listen, you know, this team has grown from three to 20 in a matter of six months. You know, like, we've done six, seven deals. Like, everyone's working day and night for this new platform. You know, like, why are you dividing the company and, like, starting a whole new venture six months into, you know, a tech startup? Like, if you want to do this two years down the road, great. You know, also something like this. You know, it takes minimum two years or at least 18 months, what he was told, of planning. So that's kind of when, like, the team started to divide. I mean, Billy started to divide. He went off and started to, you know, conceptualize this idea for the festival. All looked really pretty on paper. You know, I had some of the contacts of, like, people he wanted to use, you know, for the promo video. Told him I wasn't even comfortable making those, like, introductions. So, he really went out and just kind of paid market rate for everyone. Um, did his thing. I went on one. I went on the promo video shoot um, trip, which was like obviously cool, fun. Um, but I think the biggest thing was like they tried to market something before they created it. Right. Um, so that was like definitely the biggest you know problem. But at the end of the day, like the right partners were brought on board. Um, the best of the best within every department, you know, from marketing to film to photography to production even, 
Um, but that production company was apparently let go a few months into it, and he chose not to disclose that to the Fire Media team, knowing that those guys were kind of the last saving grace to putting you know that mm-hmm. festival on. They were like responsible for, for putting on Coachella and some other like really big festivals that we all know about. Um, but um, yeah, I guess that's like kind of how I got into it, and six months into it, how like the team kind of starts to divide, as I'm sure you kind of grasp from the documentary. Well, so when you went on the shoot, like the promo shoot, were you thinking this could be a disaster if we try to do it? Or were you thinking like, oh, we can totally do this. It's possible. It was definitely possible. Um, The time frame was always tight. Mm -hmm. That was always a question. I did have somewhat um, belief that the production company that was originally brought on board, like they could pull it off, Mm -hmm. Um, like a super well-known company. So. I mean, it wasn't, it wasn't, and it was in such an infancy stage. Like, I don't even think I was really understanding, like, the scale of what he was trying to pull off. So, I'm not sure, really. I think for me, like, when I was watching it and, like, just watching this Billy guy, like, I know I've dated guys like this in my past. Like, these, like, con artists, you know what I mean? That they can, like, blatantly just, like, lie to you. Like, they can fully just lie. And I think... He was so good at that. He was so good at that. Keeping things like above the line, below the line. But like, he was so talented at that. He he really, really was. And he was always like, he was never really in the picture at the same time too. Because anything investor related, that was like the one thing that no one on the team, you know, was really aware of what was happening. Like, it was never in the office, always going from meeting to meeting, always coming in, like putting his head into a second, saying whatever he had to say, and then leaving on to like the next meeting. Investors would come into the office. Like the only time he would bring people into the meeting is like if investors wanted to like meet some of the people on the team. Um, but like everything was like kind of running without him even there because he was always just like fundraising, fundraising, fundraising. I think like because you started, you have your own company, you have your own clothing line now, correct? Yeah. Yeah. <laughs> um, how can how do you like know now when you're dealing? I think the thing that's so scary when you're watching it is like when you deal with people like this mm-hmm. on a regular basis, how can you decipher like who's legit and who's not? Were you able to like, so, I mean, that was, that was my, that was my biggest struggle on a personal level. After everything went down, right. I had always prided myself on keeping the right people around me. I think that's the most important thing like anyone can do, um, you know, especially with your friends, me, especially being in New York in such a bustling city with so much, you know, just fake, you know, mm-hmm. superficial, materialistic, you know, nonsense around you. Like, it's always, to me, it was always most important to keep my, the best people around me. Um, and I always thought that I had such a good judge and character of right. people as well. Um, in hindsight, I mean, if, like, I, I guess something that gave me, like, some solace is, like, he fooled the biggest investors in the world. So, like, here I am, like, a 22-year-old kid. Like, he fooled you, like, okay, take it as a learning lesson. You know what I mean? Like, yeah. for me, I was very blessed, very privileged, like, Fire Media was my thing. Like, he came to me, booked the line for Fire Festival. I was already dealing with these artists. Granted, like, they were grossly overpaid, but, like, for a first-year festival on a remote island in the middle of the Bahamas, like, who no one really knows about it in the industry. Okay, there's this, like, really cool promo, and, you know, people are talking about it, but, like, still, like, they got overpaid. So I was able to book the lineup, which I think was a really incredible lineup if it ever happened. Yeah, um, nicely done. <laughs> Like, it was a pretty good lineup. Um, but, I mean, 
I guess like that, yeah. Like he, he, he was just really good at, at fooling people. He just was. Yeah. Well, I want you to talk about just a little bit before. I know. Thank you so much, obviously, for calling in because I know this is like obviously not like super fun to relive. To relive. <laughs> but um, you have a great company now. Support your friends, and a, yeah, a portion of your proceeds your are going friends. to March for Our Lives, which I thought was really awesome. Yeah, our first official, our first official partner. But yeah, I mean, it's all it's all part of the, the story. Journey, yeah. You know what I mean? Like. I, I'm like a, I'm a religious guy. Like I know that everything happens for a reason. I know when sometimes everybody, you know, individually go through certain difficult, you know, challenges or tragedies in their life. It's difficult at that very moment to understand why certain things are happening. But I'm, I've always been like blessed to have the faith my entire life that I know one day will come where, you know, that light bulb will go off and you'll be like, Oh, I know why God or whatever you believe in put me through you know, that situation. And I mean, if you think about it, like I was at NYU, I worked in fashion all four years of college. Fashion had always been my passion. You know, branding was always my passion. You yourself, you know, are a brand who you hang out with, how you dress, how you talk, all of it makes you as a brand. And I just think it was kind of funny or at least, you know, I was kind of blessed that that light bulb went off really quickly for me after this was like, Hey, you've always wanted to, you've always dreamt of starting your, starting your own brand. Like you went through all of this. You were about to go to business school and then you go through this crazy, crazy experience where no business school in the country, I don't care how good of a business school it is to teach you what you just experienced, you know, and you also learn the most through your experiences. Right. Um, so here I am, you know, uh, I guess, what is it? We're almost coming up in two years. Somebody actually brought it up today. Like this whole festival thing is almost two years old now. Um, but luckily, um, that happened when like April of 2017, like within, within the year, um, you know, unfortunately there was a lot happening in the world, um, mass shootings. I mean, just so much happening in society. And I think it was just an accumulation of things. And when, uh, the mass shooting happened in Parkland, Florida, February 14th, also almost coming up in the one year anniversary of that kind of was like, how can I get involved with the youth. I was determined to get involved with the youth. I think March for Our Lives, the students really were um, the epitome of showing youth coming together together under this same idea, whatever it may be for whatever organization that we end up partnering with. Um, just coming together to really just kind of propel a safer tomorrow um, in terms of March for Our Lives. So wanted to get involved, but also wanted to pursue my passion and, you know, kind of ask myself, how could I combine the two? support your friends was always this uh, personal slogan of mine. So I kind of said, you know, how can I run with this? How can I bring everyone together under this like idea of support your friends, what it means to me, what it means to you, two different things, but that's kind of the purpose um, for everyone to come together and really just share what it means to one another. Um, so, yeah, I mean, we uh, successfully launched the brand this past November. Um, it's been super exciting. The reaction has been Super exciting. The press has been great. Um, and, you know, we're really, really just running with it. And, you know, the, the goal is to uh, bring awareness to certain um, causes within each collection, March for Our Lives being our first official partner. Um, and hopefully, you know, continue to collaborate, partner with other creatives, um, artists, photographers, videographers, whoever it may be. Somebody like Tanya, maybe, you know? And, uh, That's right. 
and just like propel this message, create additional vehicles of trying to tell the story. For us, the brand, I think we're really positioning ourselves as kind of one of the only brands out there that wants to first and foremost be known for its story, its message, um, with the product coming secondary. Not to say that we don't put amazing product out there. No, I was going to say, those, people, those pieces are cute. Yeah. <laughs> to, to put the product on and, and feel like you're, you're part of, of something greater than just yourself, greater than just the brand itself, and, uh, you know, propelling just positivity, you know? You're amazing. Honestly, thank you so yeah. much for taking the time. Um, we love Nothing. having you. Do, do you want to plug the website so people can check out the clothes? Yeah, it's crossnewyork.com, K-R-O-S-T, newyork.com. Amazing. And, um, Sammy, we love you. Yeah, that was love amazing. You, Tanya. Uh, we have so, I mean, I need like 47 more of the Fire Festival documentary. Yeah, well, you're, you're coming to L.A. this week, so can we all get drinks? Yes, we'd love to, we'd love to. Awesome. Because Sammy's, like, Sammy's actually really like a good, I feel like you give really good guy advice. Guy advice? Yeah. What do you mean, Tanya? We, we've done this before, haven't we? <laughs> yeah, but we've done this, like, drunkenly on a vacation and not, like, uh -huh. in, on, like... Well, I remember our talk. Tanya didn't know I was involved, but we spoke about it before. Yeah, because I was... Well, I had a little too many tequilas that day. <laughs> <laughs> Love tequila, I'm also, Tanya. I'm also, good at, I'm also good at feeding people's drinks, so... <laughs> um, okay, well, I, I can't wait... I against you. I can't wait to see you, and thank you so much for taking the time. Thanks, Sammy. Of course. All Good right. to meet you guys. Bye. Later. Bye. Um, yeah, I could seriously, I just, I want to go watch them again. I know. The, the, the documentaries again. It's so, I don't know why it's so fascinating to me, just because it's like. I what? like watching people get in over their head that aren't me, because uh, it's like, it's, it's like watching porn for that. Like, <laughs> like, I, I only saw the Hulu one, but like, it was like. Four days before the festival, we don't have anything ready. I'm like, oh, God, someone's getting in trouble. Yeah, <laughs> it's like me. it's like you oh, watch God. this like train going down the track, and then there's like the wheels are starting to fall off as it like keeps moving. You're just like, what the actual? And also, the Fire Festival Facebook page is still up as if it were a thing. And it's fascinating to look at it because it was done before when everything was fine. It's like, ooh, yeah. music and art festival on a remote island. <laughs> weekend <laughs> one, weekend two. It's like, wow, this looks awesome. I know. And also in the documentary, you see this man like, putting the pieces together that like it's actually like not a legit thing do you know what i mean he started like a what was it fire oh, fraud the, yeah he started, fire like, a Twitter fraud. Account that's where when he i started, started seeing stuff yeah it, so like he was like really looking into it and realizing like they actually can't pull this off so it's just like really fascinating mm. and how like people i think they were like trying to sue like kendall jenner and all the influencers that were like posting mm -hmm. about it and stuff yeah. mm -hmm. good thing you didn't go back i'm thinking yeah. First of all, can you imagine me? First of all, no shower, no bed, <laughs> wet beds, wet, wet mattresses because it like Aww. rained, and no food or Dr Pepper. <laughs> like, can you imagine the state I would be in? Wow, it'd be Just so bread dark. And cheese. No, but I the reason why I really wanted to like talk to him is because it's one of those things where like when life gives you. Yeah, a poopy situation. <laughs> a poopy situation. Uh -huh, yeah, yeah. And he's like come out on the other end, and like now he has this like company that he's really thriving with. You know, it's mm -hmm. like kind of one of those stories where you go through crappy situations in life, but it ultimately, like you know, he taught him all these lessons that like now he can take into his career moving forward. We can well, all learn. Yeah, from that. I mean, it's yeah. I mean, talk about a lesson learned. Mm -hmm. <laughs> like, mm -hmm. But it is interesting. You think about those type of people who are able to talk and convince anyone of anything and that all these like major investors were like you know he was able yeah. to con them match.com like that's not like a little true yeah startup yeah. 
It's no startup. No startup. Tanya, you got to be loving ClassPass. This is something I feel like is right up your alley. I do because I think it's good to shake things up with your body in terms of like workouts, you Mm -hmm. know, not always doing the same thing. So everybody actually always asks me, they're like, do you, you know, are you a member at all these gyms? And I'm like, no, I'm not. (laughs) Oh, very rude of those people who ask you, Tanya. (laughs) Yeah, well. Because then you would be having like, I'd have like six different memberships, which Uh is like insane. But with ClassPass, it's an all-access membership to over 14,000 of the best gyms and fitness studios all over the world. Yeah. So you can go where you want, when you want, how you want. ClassPass is everything that you need to make working out fun. Um, But you can try... Uh, new workouts and studios without the commitment to a single gym or overpaying for the drop-ins like once every now and then. Mm-hmm. There's yoga, there's strength training, spin, bar, there's even boxing. Class Pass gives you a variety and the accountability that you need to attend classes. Yeah, they've got something for everyone near your work, near your house. Class Pass is everywhere. Also, monthly memberships start at $15, and you can cancel at any time. That is um, that is a steal. So get your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash Becca. I that's, know you could do two slashes. I'll yeah, be yeah. With you. not going to lie, that really threw me. So that's classpass.com slash try slash Becca for your first month free. Again, that's classpass.com slash try slash Becca. An ADT. How are things at the new apartment, Tanya? Things are great. You know, I'm not going to lie. I was a little bit nervous the other night because it was very windy, and mm-hmm. I just kept hearing things scratching my window, and I was, like, <laughs> sitting like a little chicken in my bed, being like, what's going on down there? But it was just the wind. No big deal. Yeah, no big deal. <laughs> yeah. Oh, we. Uh, you made a change recently in your apartment. I know we're going to get to ADT, but I wanted you to mention the change that you've made in your apartment. You removed something. Oh, yes. From your bathroom. <laughs> Should we put it after ADT? I don't care. Let's tease it. Do, okay. do it after ADT. <laughs> I'm excited to hear. Oh, she's like really grinning big. That's whatever it is. Um, so this podcast is sponsored by ADT. When it comes to something as important as your safety, you need real protection with ADT. Real protection means the nation's number one smart home security provider is standing by you when you need them. Real protection means having a safe and smart home with everything from video doorbells surveillance cameras, smart locks, lights, carbon monoxide, and smoke detectors in a system custom designed to fit your lifestyle. And real protection means helping to keep you safe on the go, in the car, or when your kids are at school with our ADT Go app and SOS button. When I say kids, I specifically am talking about Phoebe. Mm -hmm. (laughs) (laughs) Was she freaked out by the wind? Uh, She was fine. She just, like, barks at any noise. Mm -hmm. That's the most annoying thing. That is annoying. Yeah. (laughs) Thank you. (laughs) My dog does the same thing. Well, you can set up custom uh, automations unique to your home to automatically do things like lock the doors and set the thermostat when you leave, even close your garage door from virtually anywhere. That's real protection. Um, You can control your smart home with the ADT app or the sound of your voice. That is real protection. 18,000 employees safeguarding you. That's real protection. Visit ADT.com slash podcast to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. Once again, that's ADT.com slash podcast. All right. So, Tanya, move some stuff around. Why don't you move around, Tanya? What you doing over there, Becca? Ordering my Olive Garden meal for after the podcast. <laughs> Are you having it delivered? No, I'm pay- I'm like doing a pickup order. Oh, what's it going to be? What'd you get? I'm going to do uh, fettuccine alfredo. <laughs> Good. We'll call it 
calling me out like that. You ever get the tour of Italy? <laughs> no, no, no. Oh, I'm a fan. Oh, yeah, I feel like people really enjoy the tour. Because you get of the Italy. fettuccine Alfredo and you get the lasagna and you get the chicken parm. <laughs> How do you do all that a cheese? Lot for me. I don't do Alfredo anymore. Oh, I can't like do that. that one just... Alfredo sends me to the bathroom, which is what we were going to talk about with Tanya. Oh, that's what you. Oh, you moved around your squatty potty. Yeah, <laughs> I got rid of it because I was like, oh. you know what? I brought that one guy home, and I was like showing him my new place. <gasps> no, and it was just out and about. Well, it's just in my bath. Yeah, it's in my bathroom. You don't it's have just it like in a cabinet. Why would I have it? In- I don't have much space under my oh. sink in my bathroom. So no, it's just out there. Who is there. this guy? Um, he's the guy that like I went out with like a few years ago, and oh, then he yeah. kind of circled back and was like, "Oh, Always I'm a new do, man, don't they? Yeah, I'm a new guy, changed, and again, never heard from him again. Mm-hmm. But um, <laughs> nevertheless, the date was great, and I wanted to show him m- my place, and it like got me thinking. I was like, this is like not sexy. Like this is the antithesis of. It sexy. kind of forces him to picture you doing that. Yeah. It's not great. And I was like, you know what? <laughs> Picturing someone in that position with their legs propped up. It's not cute. It's not cute. No. And I was like, I just like, my bed's all like cute and like cozy and inviting. Up to 12 pillows, up to 12 now. pillows now. I know. Wow. <laughs> I love It's so good. It's, I love how they look, but it. I do make my bed every morning. So I make my bed every morning. for you. How what? many pillows are on your bed right now? Um, well, you know, I don't have my, my master bedroom done yet, but in my other bedroom that I'm sleeping in right now, there's only four pillows, but I'm going to actually put more. I think I'm going to have five or six on my, um, on my master. That's what I started with. It just, they start adding up real quick, but I was like, you know what? I want, this is going to be like, this is my year. Like I'm fine. My, my guy's coming. Like it's all happening. I got to, got to get rid of squatty potty. So I did. It's gone. Well, no, but where is it? It's in my other bathroom yeah oh. so it's like gone i was gonna say I, why'd you throw it out if it's like helps you because <laughs> i'm gonna use a basket now instead <laughs> the original squatty body <laughs> so you just have like a two for one deal in your exactly. bathroom right now. but i felt good like it felt like a big i was like you know what i'm making room for him okay but so now i suggested that she use the spare bathroom as her number two bathroom that's not a so bad not idea. A single person with two bathrooms is kind of a luxury to have. You're going to have a number one and a number two. Yeah. So that's what I'm going to do now. Yeah. I just like go, wherever I'm walking around, if I'm like got to go, I just go. Find the bathroom with which is closest. <laughs> I always just go to my own bathroom, which is like my bathroom. They're all your bathroom, though. I guess you're right. <laughs> Never experienced this before. <laughs> you have three. Yeah. <laughs> um, and and uh, Tanya's also working on something new for 2019. Oh, What? It's almost weird like Mark knows me better than I know myself. Because yeah, yeah, you always like look at me so weird when I say these things. You're working on Oh, my new... new walk. Yeah, she wants a new walk. Yeah. <laughs> I do. I want like a swagger walk. Like I want like a Beyonce, like I am here walk. All right. Do us a favor. Becca, get out your phone. We'll post this. Yeah. But just come over here by me. And I'll show walk you what I Becca. I'll show you what my regular what my normal walk. Twenty eighteen Tanya walk. Yeah. I want to see Yeah, like the normal walk. Yeah. Okay. Yeah. Here we go. She's taking off her earbuds. Oh, you're going to start over there, right? Yeah. Coming okay. over here and walking toward you. All right, here she is. She's in Can her. I still talk they're both in matching one? modern women sweatshirts, by the way. All right, okay. here is Tanya's walk. Normal. I'm not okay, sure that's. That down. seems a little not normal. That seems a little forced. Seems like that you're seems, thinking about it. You're thinking about it. You're not even, your arms aren't moving. It's very okay. river dance. Okay. Okay. All right, try it again. Hold on, hold on, hold on, hold on. <laughs> Take two. Save and go. 
Yeah, you're overthinking your walk. Spacing out your legs or not your natural walk. And your sweatshirt's all bunched up in your leggings (laughs) in the back. (laughs) 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 All right. Just go out and then come in. Yeah, come in the door. That's a good idea. All right. Ready, go. Okay. All right. I'll buy that. All right. Now, the new 2019 Tanya walk that she's working on with more swagger, more attitude, more confidence, I think. We'll see. All right. Let's see. Go. Here we go. It's almost like I have heels on. It's got a bounce to it. A lot of bounce. bounce, Yeah, I see what you're doing. It's probably good for your, I don't know, foot muscles or something, but you are bouncing as you walk. Yeah. It gets your hair moving. Yeah. Did someone give you this idea? I gave it to myself. I mean, yeah, it just came out of nowhere, though. It's got an infectious energy, though. Like, I want to start bouncing after watching it. Because I, like, kind of want it to be, like... I've never thought about this. Do I need a new walk? Yeah, you've had that walk your whole life. And, like, it's so lame. Something must have prompted this in your brain. Did you see a video of yourself walking and think, eh, boring? My walk is different right now because my back. Oh, yeah. Yeah. So it's a new walk. And it's, like, the first, like, you know what they say? It's, like, your energy enters the room. Uh Uh-huh. Tanya, you have a lot of energy that enters a room without your walk being a part of it. But I was like, how cool if I had this, like, bouncy, bubbly, like, Beyonce walk. Bouncy, bubbly, Beyonce walk. That's what I want it to be. Is that good? The BBW? Yeah. Don't search that at home. You know, no, that works. Um, I tried to change my walk a couple years ago. I wanted to walk like Shaggy from Scooby-Doo. I'm not joking. Watch. I know. He's like <laughs> why would you want to flail your wait, arms this like that? This is gonna that? have to be a part of because, the story too. Wait, why do you want to flail your arms like that? I thought it was more fun. I wouldn't mind the walk if you didn't have your arms swinging around. That's part of it. It's part of the pizzazz. Oh. I'm saying it's a, it's a dangerous slope you're going on because that backfired on me in a big way. <laughs> your walk is great, but you got to if you're gonna change your walk, you got to put a lot of effort into picking it. Yeah. But the sad yeah. thing is, I walked into work today like being all excited about it. Like no one, and no one noticed. <laughs> it's not. I'll be honest. If I hadn't taken the videos, you wouldn't have noticed. The, I wouldn't. I would have just been like, "Oh, Tony's in a good mood. Once you're not in a good mood, do I need to change it again?" No, right. I think you got to stick with that for at least a few weeks. Well, yeah, because you got to adjust to it. It's got to become natural. Right, right. All right, a couple more topics we want to get to. Wait, uh, did y'all see on the Facebook group the girl kept her uh, condom okay. of their first time she had sex? <laughs> yes. <her>? yes. Uh, <laughs> we screenshotted it, actually. Should we call her out? So the deal was she was she had watched the tidying up on Netflix, and yeah, she yeah. was cleaning her house, and so she found an old memory box, and in the memory box was the wrapper from the condom from the first time she had sex. Yes. Yeah. And what is her name? Uh, Morgan. But I don't have a last name. I That's okay. Yeah, Morgan. And she hashtagged it modern woman moment. <laughs> <laughs> so, this is so something Tanya would do. Totally. totally. I literally thought was it was Tanya's post. Like I like didn't even <laughs> I like didn't even think about it. I'm surprised I didn't save my condom wrapper from my first time. I'm yeah. actually shocked I didn't. What What do you think is the strangest thing you did save? Can you think of anything? Uh, nothing like... Ticket stubs? Ticket stu- yeah, that's what I'm you saying. Like ticket stubs. I saved like... um Programs from something? I've saved like eggshells from like... A, he gave me like an Easter basket and I saved like one of the eggs or something like dumb. <laughs> like, but that's all just like normal. I never saved anything weird like his underwear or anything. He would know that if he, if he saved his underwear. He'd be wondering where it went. Yeah, I guess you're right. Yeah. Uh, underwear goes missing all the time. Yeah. No, I've never saved anything weird like that. And Becca, you don't Speaking strike of, me as someone who saves stuff for sentimental value. Thank you, Mark. Value. Thank you. I don't know if that's nice or not, but thank you. <laughs> um, 
I do. I as I was moving, I came across some stuff from Ro- of Rob, like my relationship with Robert. Mm-hmm. Um, and it was like a booklet that he made me for Christmas. It was like his handwriting and stuff, and it was like pictures of things that we had done. Um, and then just like pictures and like cards that he gave me, but nothing. I mean, like to be honest. I think I just had it because I wasn't going to throw it away in the moment, but yeah. I, I don't, I didn't, I don't have a spot for it that I'm like, oh, it was just like, oh, that was fun, that was so sweet. Speaking of, Wait, I think Robert's yeah, down to come on the podcast. We talked the other day, and we both think it's like we could do it, and it wouldn't be weird. It'd be like funny. Uh, great, I'm down. Yeah. I'm like, Tanya, are you kidding? I'm beyond down. Robert's like Mary Poppins. What does that mean? He's like my go-to. Like he just like gives good that advice. That has nothing because... to do with Mary Poppins. <laughs> oh, it doesn't. He's my go-to. Like I know I'm gonna get legit advice from Robert because he's like a guy's guy, but he's also like dated you, so he's like family to me. Almost. He flies in on an umbrella. The rad <laughs> yeah. children need me. Have you seen Mary Poppins? Yeah, okay. and Mary Poppins Returns. Okay, all right. All Let's right, check. Right. Okay, he's like Mary Poppins. I'll he's go like with Mary it. Poppins. Yeah. Did you keep the picture book? Or did you throw it away? I still have it somewhere. Okay. All right. I'm going through. I don't know if I'll keep it, but mm-hmm. it was, you know, I sent a picture to him. It was like, look what I just found. And so you packed like, oh, it and brought it to the new place. Yeah, but couldn't tell you where, where it is. Well, that's I have a lot surprising. of things that made it over that I'm okay to leave in the past. See, for me, I would have thrown all my old stuff away, but I'm keeping all my old letters um, for the book that I'm going to write one day. Uh-huh. See, that's smart. Yeah, because I was like, I'm, you know, I'm ready to part with all of these things. Like, I really am. But I was like, how legit is it going to be in my book to have, like, Xeroxed copies of some of these, like... When is that happening? When is the book happening? Probably 2020. Oh, wow. After I, like, find my husband and get married. Okay, so 2020 then, for sure. Yeah, because yeah. it's going to happen this year, and then I'll get married in 2020, and then the book will come shortly. For sure, after. it'll be 2020 if that's how, the case. How will yeah. you be walking in 2020? Like, we can only imagine. <laughs> what? Can't wait. Yeah, the new guy. Down a the book aisle. On the, yeah. <laughs> you, like, do a new walk specifically for your wedding. It's, like, uncomfortable for everyone to watch. <laughs> but do you know what I decided, actually? And, Becca, you'll be pleased to... I mean, fully still ordering her Olive Garden, by the way, getting out her credit card. No, like, no, it's my gift card. <laughs> wow. Oh, wow. Um, you'll be happy to hear this. I decided that I'm going to let my bridesmaids pick out all their dresses. Oh, that's so kind. Uh, yeah, and I think while we're here, I think if you are getting married, that, what do you, what? It's just weird to talk about your wedding when you're not dating anyone. It's weird. It's no, a little it's weird. called Manifestation Mark. Okay. We're Thank big you. fans of oh, Manifestation right. around here. Thank you, Becca Tilly. Um, but... Yeah, I think everyone should kind of go that route. Yeah, like I'm gonna. I've pick never a- talked to someone who's like, I loved my bridesmaid's dress so much that I wore it again. Yeah, and everyone says you can wear it again. No one wears it again. I just got rid of two of mine. Actually, that's what got me thinking about it. And I was like, Yeah, I'm gonna pick a color scheme, and then I'm gonna have my bridesmaids. Yeah, pick out. Their- that's what else we did in our wedding. Yeah, all the bridesmaids were very happy with it. Yeah. So yeah. that's exciting. That's smart. One check off the list. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, well, that's one part of the wedding planning. Um, um, speaking of, when should we have Robert on? Uh, I mean, we can do it next week. We can do it, Let's do it next so, week. Yeah. Let's do it next week. Lock him in. Lock him in. Text him right now. Okay, I will. Um, I, I love a live text. Something else I was, oh, you want me to text him now? Yeah. Yeah, ask him for Monday the 28th. Should we call him and ask? <gasps> ah, it's getting better. Um, No. Sure, yeah, yeah, yeah. yeah. Um, no, or please, this is like Goliath. <laughs> While we're calling, I have a funny bit of information about 
Ben Higgins' new girl, oh. allegedly new girl. He hasn't announced it yet. Our Facebook group did some digging. Love. Of course. I go and look on the, on they like put her Instagram, so I go look on it. And I see that my brother has liked her photos. <laughs> and I'm like, oh, wait a second. I wonder if they like know each other or what the connection is. So I text my brother and I'm like, hey, do you know this girl? Blah, blah, blah. And he's like, R-, like a few years ago, she started following me and I drunkenly like DM'd her one night. And like we just chatted back and forth for a little bit. It always goes down in the DM. But that was about it. But okay. isn't that so such a small world? Indeed. Of all the people. And she doesn't even live like in Denver. It's like a... And what do we know about her at this point publicly? Nothing. I think Nothing. he said he's dating someone. It's long distance. And, and she's, she's not amazing, a I think. cast member she's because not. that's what a lot of people speculated. Yeah. Because he said he would have to say in a couple of weeks. So I think everybody's like, oh. That's what should be eliminated. Oh. Yeah. I met her have on you, Skype the other day. You did? I did. I don't know if I'm allowed to say that. But I, I met her on Skype the other day. And uh, she couldn't see me, but I could see her. And I told her she had beautiful hair and beautiful skin. She's beautiful. And she said, please don't talk to me ever again. <laughs> and, uh, she's like, no, she's, a restraining order thing. <laughs> she had a really good sense of humor. Uh, <laughs> they seem to really enjoy each other's company. And I'm really happy for him. Me too. I'm so happy for him. I we were texting. He sent me a picture of the two of them. They're super cute. Um, but that's all I'll say because that's his business to talk about. But I did think it was a small world that that's who, you know, because on Instagram it says like so-and-so and so-and-so liked this photo. It likes right, his right, name. Right. And it happened to be my brother's. Wow. <gasps> Is he on? Robert? What's up? Bob! Bob! <laughs> I was not expecting that phone call. I know. We, you know, I was going to text you and warn you, but I felt like bombarding you would be more fun. I was literally laying face down on my couch when you called and just woke up for this. So Are you okay? Go. Are yes. you good? 4 p.m. Yeah, in the I'm end. good. I'm good to go. Just, just a long day, you know, trying to get a quick nap in when I can. This is what happens. Mary Poppins just plops in, you know. Tanya described you as her Mary Poppins. I don't know if that means anything to you or to anyone else, but that's that's how she described you. Doesn't mean a lot to me in this moment. Uh, would love to would love to hear more about that one. Um. Well, we were mostly yeah. We'll talk about that, but we were mostly calling to see when you're available to come on the podcast. Um, I'm out of town the 28th through oh, Robert. the 1st, but after that, I could come. So It'll the have fourth. to be. No, because I'm not here. Oh, back up. I know. Up. This is very unfortunate. This is not this is good. What, can bad you leave the 29th? <laughs> can you um, rearrange some things? Can you rearrange some things <laughs> and leave the 29th? I'm going, I'm going out of the country far, far away, so I can't, unfortunately, rearrange that. Wait, wait, and you're back when? I'm back on the night of the first, so I, I get it's back a Friday. on yeah Friday, like 11 p.m. on Friday night. Right, and so you're not here after the Super no. Bowl, Becca. Okay, so we're looking at the 11th of February. Still not back. Oh dear! <laughs> wow. Listen, well, we're gonna work this out. Don't worry. We're going to work right. this out. My um, heart just got so excited, oh. Robert, that you were going to be on the podcast. And he then is it just gonna got. going to be on. It's just in gonna... like, what, 2020? <laughs> when I'm getting married? <laughs> Tanya says that she's getting married in 2020, by the way. That's exciting. I'm. Uh, who's the guy? I got I to gotta, I gotta see what this guy's all about. No, we don't. There is no guy. TBD. But, oh, okay. It's, right. Just manifesting that. Yeah. Um, okay, it. well, we'll figure Vision this board. out, make this happen. But sorry we woke you up. That's okay. That. 
I hope you guys are doing fantastic, and I look forward to coming on in the next year or so. Yeah. <laughs> I can't wait. <laughs> <laughs> Bye, Bob. Oh, Robert, Bye. love Talk you. Bye. Love you. Bye. Bye. <laughs> well, that'll be fun. That'll be a great. That'll be fun. Um, I I'm have, already thinking of what I want to do with it. Well, they have extra time to come up with questions. Yeah, got a couple yeah. weeks here to come up with some stuff. Speaking of questions, I have emails to get to, but first, Thrive Market is amazing, and uh, I love you should Thrive talk Mar- about it. I cannot say enough about Thrive Market. Same. Um, Thrive Market is an online marketplace, and they're on a mission to make healthy living easy and affordable for everyone. So they offer the highest quality, healthy, and sustainable products available for every budget, lifestyle, and geography. You can shop for thousands of the best-selling organic foods and natural products at 25 to 50% below traditional retail prices. And I keep telling this story because I'm just obsessed. My probiotics that I normally pay a lot for, I spent for my entire Thrive box with like five or six different items. So shopping at Thrive Market means supporting a select group of brands that make the world a better place. They sell non-GMO food, snacks, vitamins, supplements, personal care products, eco-friendly cleaning supplies, safe and non-toxic beauty products, kitchen staples, home goods, organic baby food, kids products, and much more. The best part? It's all shipped straight to your door. Over 98% of their packaging is post-consumer recycled and filled with recycled paper, denim, or newspaper wraps instead of plastic bubbles. Um, So it's 100% zero waste. Keep in mind, Thrive Market's prices are already 25 to 50% off, and now they're giving you an extra 25% off your first order, plus a free 30-day trial by going to thrivemarket.com slash scrubbing in and use code scrubbing in. Once again, that's thrivemarket.com slash scrubbing in and use code scrubbing in. This is from Jody. Hello. I'm a listener since the beginning of the podcast. First time emailer. Thank you, Jody. I wondered if Tanya can talk about seeing Bobby Bones at the podcast awards since I saw pictures of them from that night. I really wonder why these two wouldn't give a relationship a serious try. They are both such great people. Is it because they work in the same industry? I would think that would be a positive thing. I know the distance is not ideal, but you never know. I'm a 40-year-old woman who is way too invested in both of these people finding their person. (laughs) Keep up the awesome work on the pod. It's Jody in New Jersey. Speaking of, do you remember that listener at our voting party that brought us the, like, plant yeah, with the two yeah. like for a man for each of us or whatever uh-huh. i it's in my um on my balcony at my house and it is flourishing wow it is green it's vibrant it's growing i was like this might be a sign <laughs> there's a lot of signs a lot of signs <laughs> a lot of signs happening Everywhere but with sign. the squatty potty mo- removal the, the thriving bush <laughs> The thriving bush. The thriving bush. <laughs> I'm not sure what it, what kind of plant it is. Um, okay, so with Bobby, he did ask me to hang out while he was in town, but here was my issue with it. If you want to date me, like genuinely date me, be like, hey, Tanya, I'm coming into town and I would love to see you. Maybe the day before, maybe two days before. But he texted me the morning of and I had already planned my Tanya time. I give myself one hour a day. And that was my workout time. And so I had to say, I can't hang out that time because that was when I had my workout. And I stand by that. Everybody was like kind of giving me some heat. And they were like, if you really wanted to date him, like you would have made time. And I was like, I totally would have made time if I had a little bit of an advance notice. You know what I mean? Like well, I can. he called you at what, 11 a.m.? Something like that. To like, hang out at no, noon? It was like 9 or something like that. Yeah, I, I feel like. 
I feel like that wasn't exactly him overexcited to spend time with you. Correct. And I. It seems like someone canceled, basically. Or something didn't happen. Yeah. Right. He had a meeting and it didn't happen or whatever. But I felt like I want. I want somebody, and I'm not going to, like, make any excuses for this. Like, I want somebody that really wants me. Does that make sense? And mm-hmm. it didn't feel like that. Does that make sense? Yeah. I'm torn on it because <clears throat> I totally think that you should, I think that he should have been like, hey, I'm coming in town. I'd love to see you, that mm-hmm. type of thing. But I am wondering, while he was here, He's. I feel like he's the type of guy who's, like, booked all the time, like, always busy and got, like, especially when he's traveling to do work stuff. So I kind of, you know, the fact that he reached out when he had free time out of all the people he probably could have reached out to to hang out, I think that is something. He was, he was like, cutesy with you. But if I'm him, I, I know I'm coming to L.A. weeks in advance. And so I'd let you know weeks in advance. Say, hey, I really want to get together. I'm not sure of my schedule yet, but let's definitely make right. this and happen. Right, and here's the thing. Yeah, I that's know, what I'm saying. I, think I know a happen. few people that are very busy and... <laughs> They can, when they want to see somebody, they make the time. That's true. You do. It's just you a make matter the time. Of priorities. Exactly. Yeah. So whatever. So there's, but I felt I felt like y'all were like all like you know, cute with each other. I mean, I'm always trying. Girlfriend's always trying, but there's only so much I can do. You know what I mean? Like. And shout out to all of Bobby Bones' listeners who will be hearing this when he plays it on his show. All right, from Maria. Uh, she says, hi, guys. I love your podcast. My boyfriend feels the need to add every single girl he meets on Instagram, <laughs> even after only meeting them uh, once. Uh, uh, uh. He tells me it's purely friendly, but my experience is that any guy that meets me and searches me out and follows me on IG after meeting me once is usually interested in some form or another. It makes me feel as though he's browsing. We both work at the hospital and continually meet new people, but I don't feel the need to add all the guys I work with. How do we solve social media issues in relationships when you don't see eye to eye? Well, that's kind of a bigger picture situation, but I don't like this, but you guys are way more into Instagram than I am, so what do you guys think? I would hate this. This would be a huge problem for me. I get stressed when, like, like I get stressed when I'm dating with someone and, and they're, like, liking photos or, like, commenting on things. Like, if if I was, if I were in this situation, I would, I would be concerned. Sorry. Tanya's really giving this one some thought. I am. I'm surprised by this, actually, that you're so... I feel like if you're secure in your relationship... No, that's not fair. You can't say... No, because, like, I I am very secure. Why can't I say that? You're very secure? I'm saying most of the time I'm very secure. And if it would make anyone question, like, why are you... Why does it... Why do you need to follow them and see what they're up to all the time? Why do we follow anybody that we follow? Well, because they're friends or they're interesting. Exactly. They all work in the he same. He met her once. It's not like he needs to know. Do you follow every single person? Sometimes. Actually, you probably do. Yeah. They're like musicians and stuff. But like, yeah. if you worked at a, if you were at a party and you're, and you had a boyfriend and you started, and you met these guys once or something and you started following them, why would there be the need to follow them? Why is there a need to follow anybody that we follow? They're like in our world, in our like zeitgeist. I don't know. Like I'll I'll meet people randomly and start following them on. Yeah, but Instagram you're not in a relationship. Like, you can do that, oh, right? But also even when we I point out these are women, he's not adding every guy he meets. Yeah, he's adding every woman he meets. Yeah, that's what I'm saying. If you were adding other girls and like 
And right. Like, but we don't know that. Maybe that's just all she's focusing I on. I think we know that. I, I think, think if he was adding that. everybody he meets, oh. I think that's different. Yeah. I think that's not worth an email. And I think that no matter how secure you are, this is a push into insecurity. Mm-hmm. See, this is what's the problem, is that... The, the thing on the left of Instagram where you can like see people's actions. Mm-hmm. Do you know what I mean? Mm-hmm. I don't look on that page. I, I don't either. It, well, then how do you see everything else? Sometimes I take a gander, but I don't do it all the time. And sometimes I accidentally like, well, I, as I'm like scrolling, I'll see it. But I like try not. I mean, cause, I think that's the page that really just messes people up because you see all the activity. And well, you're like, yeah, well, why but, are they liking all these photos and not mine or like whatever, you know? I like looking at that in the middle of the night because I call it the nightly thirst report. You can see, like, du- there'll be, like, one dude, and it'll be, like, liked 15 pictures, and it's all girls in bikinis. And totally. Like, oh, like that <laughs> would bored. really. Yeah. Okay, so we think that sh- that he's just only adding the girls. I just thought if he's just I, adding I, everybody, like, I'm like, I don't, I would, I don't. I think he's keeping his options open. I do. It's sad. I'm sorry. I do. I think he is. Yeah. I think, like, just, look. I can only know my situation. If my wife were doing this, I'd have a real problem with it, and vice mm-hmm. versa, and mm-hmm. justifiably so. Mm-hmm. Tanya, I know without a shadow of a doubt if you were in a relationship with a guy and crazy about him, and he started just following girls all the time, that it would make you insecure. I love that you're trying to act like you were so confident and not capable of feeling insecure by someone following on Instagram. It would. I mean, it's not like I've never been in a relationship in my life. Yeah, but it wasn't. It wasn't this like Instagram social media storm. Well, the problem is, is like I've always, I've always been in relationships with people that are very private, so I didn't have to really deal with anything like that. Does that make sense? Like Mm -hmm. my ex's Instagram is private. And so it's not like there's a lot of action going on there. Does that make sense? Yeah, but he can, even if he's private, he can still follow whoever he wants. And that was never the case. I mean, it was never the case. I've never, I've never had to experience That's what I'm saying. Yeah. It pushes anyone. It would make anyone uncomfortable, I think. Agreed. I hate his excuse, too. Like, I'm just being friendly. Mm -hmm. Like, being friendly is like holding the door open for someone or saying, hi, how are you doing? It's (laughs) not like you don't need to get up in their uh, digital business, you know? Mm-hmm. So our advice for Maria is you are right to be concerned. Yes. And but then what does she do? I don't know. Break up with him immediately. <laughs> Break up with him immediately. Thank you. Next. Yeah. Oh, wow. Wait, how long a- has it been? She doesn't say how long they've been uh, together. I don't know. I think it's a red flag. I think you got to talk to him because if it makes you uncomfortable, he needs to know that and he needs to stop that. And if he doesn't uh, yeah, stop that, that's, that's disrespectful say. to your feelings. And if he gets defensive and acts weird about it, then that's that's a red flag too. If adding if all these women on Instagram is more important than your feelings mm-hmm. and comfort in your relationship, mm-hmm. that's a major problem. Mm-hmm. Tanya keeps wincing over there. I'm just sad. Thank you. Tanya next. goes back and forth. Tanya is what? either like no, because I feel like you're either like this, where you're like you should be secure in a relationship, or you're like on the you're on the other side. It doesn't matter. It's bothering her. She, right. wrote, she wrote an email to us. I know. If it's bothering her, she needs to let him know, and he needs to, he needs to respect that. Mm-hmm. Fair? Fair. Good. Yeah, worth a conversation for sure. What? <laughs> Why are you still like, giving me those eyes? I'm just hoping that whoever you date in this year does not follow or like other people. He won't. Thing. He's going to be amazing. He's going to be effing amazing. <laughs> like, truly. He's going to be a number one. 
Uh-huh. <laughs> a winner. <laughs> yeah, that's what I was trying to say. He's going to be a winner. <laughs> All right. Let's thank some people, He'll shall be my we? number one. Hey, thank you so much for sponsoring our podcast, Joybird. Go to joybird.com slash Becca and receive an exclusive offer for 25% off your first order by using the code... Becca! Third Love. For 15% off today, go to thirdlove.com slash... Becca! Class Pass. You can get your first month free at classpass.com slash try slash... Becca! All right, you can visit ADT.com slash podcast to learn more about how ADT can design and install a secure smart home just for you. And Thrive Market. Get an extra 25% off your first order and a free 30-day trial by going to thrivemarket.com slash scrubbing in and using the code... Scrubbing in! Next week, not Robert. Not Robert. (laughs) But someday soon. Unless we can somehow pull it off, but we'll see. All right. Enjoy, Grace. I was like, try not to go. Can you postpone your trip? It's like I'm going out of the country. I was like, oh, yeah. It's not just a quick trip to San Fran. Phoenix or something. (laughs) Um, All right. Well. That's it. Got to go get my olive garden. <laughs> Enjoy that. You can taste that fettuccine alfredo already. <laughs> Time of death. Oh, my gosh. 16? 16. 1636. <laughs> Presented by 21 Seeds. Hey, you know how we're always trying to keep our girls' nights exciting with new cocktails? Uh, yeah. Well, here's something that's going to flip the 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Wait, you already know? Of course. 21 Seeds is an award-winning tequila infused with juice from real fruit. Yeah, so you only need two or three ingredients to make the perfect cocktail. But did you know that 21 Seeds is founded by two sisters and their friend? Sounds like there's a good story behind that for sure. So listen, if you love tequila, you have to try 21 Seeds Infused Tequila. Enjoy responsibly. 21 Seeds, Diageo, New York, New York. Want to know where all the spring savings are this year? Ross. You'll find huge deals on all of the latest spring trends. Yes. At Ross, you'll find brand names for 20 to 60% off department store prices. You're definitely finding your next favorite outfit. We're talking about savings on your favorite shirts and tops. And it's spring, so you know Ross has savings on sundresses. And don't forget the sandals. From slides to wedges, find brand name sandals for less. Ross always has those for the low. And there's always a reason for a new purse at this price. Deals on handbags? Yeah. Hold my purse. Seriously, just visit your nearest Ross and see for yourself. Believe me, your wallet will thank you. So what are you waiting for? Say yes for less at Ross. Xfinity has free premium networks for everyone this month, no matter what kind of entertainment you love. Addicted to true crime? Catch killer cases and more spine-tingling shows on A&E Crime Central. Crave adventure? Explore Asian action movies on Hayah. Searching for something extreme? Check out skating, snowboarding, and more on Fuel TV Plus, the global home of action sports. And find crowd-pleasing bops on iHeartRadio's Hit Nation playlist. There's new free shows and movies to love every week. Say free this week in your Xfinity voice remote. This is Raquel Willis from Queer Chronicles. Right now, there are close to 500 anti-LGBTQ plus bills in state legislatures across the country. Lambda Legal is leading the charge against these hateful bills that target mostly trans and non-binary people. You can fight discrimination and help write the next chapter of Lambda Legal history. To learn more about their open cases and to donate, visit lambdalegal.org. That's lambdalegal.org.